Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the sixth and final episode of this season's The Point One Podcast. As always, you're joined with your two favourite hosts, self Mr. Chris Carlos, my best friend, Mr. Brendan Lee. Hi guys, so today we're going to go through um, cutting the cord. Um, so we're going to talk through a few um, ideas about how to simplify your life, uh, declutter, and make things more streamlined and more effective. And I'll hand back to Chris here. Yeah, so I think the important thing when we're thinking about elite levels of lifestyle living is really cutting down on, you know, the things that you don't need. Very simple concept and easy to say, but frequently not very easy to do. You know, I've certainly over the last few weeks tried to implement a few simple strategies to really cut out the, the crap that you don't use. Um, what do you think about that? Yeah, no, there's definitely, you have to cut out extraneous um, things. So I think um, you can start very basic. I mean, um, I remember watching a documentary with uh, Ron Dennis. He's the guy who runs, uh, well, he used to run the McLaren F1 team in Formula 1. And in the, the McLaren base, he doesn't, you have to take off your shoes and um, put, you put on like um, like almost forensic socks, I think, when you go into the building and you're allowed nothing on your desk. So the his idea is if you have a decluttered office space, so there's virtually nothing in the office. It's like this scientific looking building. Um, he thinks that that declutters the mind as well, it allows for more creativity and better generation of ideas. And I think that's a good thing. So just start very simple, even your own workspace, your own home. Just have things tidy, remove all that paper that's lying about things like that. Just starting simple like that, but then you got to get in to the harder more difficult things so it's like are there people in your life who are constantly trying to hold you back and it sounds it sounds almost um rude or like ruthless to say you should cut people out of your life but if there's someone there who's going out of their way to hold you back and isn't being productive for you isn't trying to help you or isn't being a good friend or being supportive they're being negative all the time that's not really a relationship that you want anymore so it's good to evaluate the situations in your life and try and um, see the people who are better for you and the ones who aren't and try and try and um, develop and try and see the relationships flourish that are more productive and just don't invest time in ones that aren't I think that's sort of what we're trying to get into the more serious aspects of um yeah and i think that's a very good point from people that are even going from good to great you know you need to be around people that are pushing you forward and um, a very interesting thing i heard at a conference last week was that you know that's something people don't say if you want to be at the best of the field a lot of people think about what should we do you know the guy got up last week and said you need to go to the best institutions in the world if you want to be the top person in the law, you need to go mix with people in Harvard Law School. If you want to be the best in engineering, you should be over at MIT. You should be looking for possibilities to study. You know, everybody falls into their little comfort box. And your comfort box, regardless of where you are, unless you're at somewhere like New York or you're working in London for one of the top firms, your comfort box, you can get higher and higher and higher. But it's very difficult to change the world while you're not working in the world-leading institution. And I think a limiting factor or step, you know, everybody says, oh, we'll never do it. You know, I'll never do that. I'll never, you'll never get into these places. But if I look at some of the people that have worked with me, um, you know, there's a guy over at Harvard. How did that start? You know, he started doing a bit of research in a specific field. Turned out one of their lecturers over there, interest in that field, he emailed him, you know. So this, 
a limiting belief. There's a huge glass ceiling that these top institutions can't be reached. Mm-hmm. But for most of our listeners, for everybody who's at the top of their game locally, regionally, nationally, if you want to go to that next step, you need to cut things around you that are not taking you to that next step and you really need to be mixing with people at the absolute pinnacle of the field if that's where you want to be. Yeah. So I suppose it's it's um almost a cliche. They say that in order to get better you need to um go to these top places and mix with the top um people, but it's true. And this um idea of cutting the cord uh, that's probably the best example is this thing of don't be afraid to leave home, don't be afraid to leave that place where you're most comfortable yeah. and stretch yourself. And I think another thing that you were saying, that that was a particularly good example, um, somebody just, um, a lecturer being interested in a paper or some research that someone's doing, those coincidences are much more likely to happen when you're putting yourself in the situations where yeah. those things happen. 100%. So there's you'll often hear people who aren't successful or who aren't, doing well in life and you're very negative towards people who are doing well it's because they're like well he got a lot of luck or um fortune dealt him a good hand yeah. and they moan and they complain and you sort of go well do you think it was luck that got him there yeah. um or do you think that he ended up in a fortuitous situation because he was working incredibly yeah. hard and then the cars just happened to fall that way so i think that, that there's that bit of a cliche in that a lot of people go well, there's no chance I could go to Harvard. There's no chance I could go to an MIT. So what's the point in even trying? Yeah. But I think you see with almost probably athletes are the best people to look for because it's so evident when you see them performing at the best of their abilities yeah. that they don't ever consider the possibility of failure. So if you look at a Cristiano Ronaldo or if you look at like Usain Bolt or Michael Phelps, there's no way any of those guys are going, well, we're going to come second yeah. in this race. We're going to come second in the football. But what you don't see year. with those people is what are they What are they doing? What are they doing in the dark, you know? And yeah. what are you doing in the dark? Because that moment of inspiration that Michael Phelps has, that moment of inspiration you have during a conference, that final bit of work you put together, that's what people see. People are bought into this idea of a natural, you know, this person's a natural, they've always had this flair, but it's not true. You know, occasionally, maybe there is people born with crazy talent, but if you look at Venus Williams, Serena Williams, if you look at a lot of the leading footballers, especially ones that have come out of less developed countries, you know, the investment, time investment in terms of hours and hours and hours every day that they've put into their work is what's got them there. The best thing that I've ever heard saying sticks with me is the harder you work the luckier you get and i think that's true on every level anybody who's out there who's putting in the hours it's when you've put in that hours and you've established something when you send that email you'll get a you'll get the hand of fortune with you yeah well you acquire skill through hard work and definitely hard work is going to be talent now if you have the talent and you combine that with the hard work you're gonna you're gonna go to anywhere you want to go yeah and just as you were saying good things will start to happen it's it sounds almost uh, cheesy to say like some uh, you'll get lucky fortuitous things will start happening in your life but it's because you're putting yourself in the positions and you're putting yourself out there and stretching yourself yeah. like you were saying um, trying to leave your wee box sort of breaking out and venturing into new territory i think as well talent hard work thing as well you hard work alone with Average or sub-average talent, if you, hard work alone will carry you into that top 1%. Oh yeah. Because if you work hard enough for it, you're ahead of 90% of the population. Oh yeah. And if you keep working, you keep 
crawling up, you know, it's like a fat person losing weight. It's very easy to get down to that. I think we've said this before, that 15% body fat. But if you keep working and keep working and keep working, you can get down to the 12%, 10%, finally 9%, you know. Yeah. But hard work will carry you to the stratosphere with or without exceptional amounts of talent. No, I think what I was trying to say with that is just if you have um, talent, then yeah. you can go to stratospheric places. But yeah. definitely what you're saying is 100% true, that if you just commit with hard work, you'll do amazing things too. Um, I think particularly in business where there's not going to be like these innate talents that you can see in maybe football or stuff in, like a Lionel Messi or someone like that. Yeah. You're much more likely in business um, or any sort of field like that to just hard work will be the thing that will carry you much further than anything else. Yeah. Um, I think as well, something that in terms of this topic, this idea of cutting the core, it's good to let go of like these sort of um dreams that are, aren't going to go anywhere. Like not not the the goals, the big goals, but like silly things that you've maybe been thinking of and dreaming of for a long time that you don't you don't invest time in accomplishing anything towards that goal, mm-hmm. but you're letting it hold you back from doing other things. So kind of what you were saying, like this idea of um stepping out of your box and going to the MIT, you maybe have something keeping you at home because of some silly idea you have of doing something there. Yeah. Like letting go of like these these silly ideas that aren't going to go anywhere. You're doing nothing to work towards, but yet you still invest energy in in terms of your thinking. Yeah, you know, 100%. It's easy to get caught up, I think, especially in your late teens, early 20s, where you have perhaps always had an aspiration where, you know, you wanted to do this, you wanted to do that, but you've ended up in an equally successful field elsewhere. But there's always something in your head saying, well, maybe I should have done that, maybe I should have been going back to do this, should have been going back to do that, you know. And you're right, I think mid-twenties, late-twenties, this is it. This is the time where you have to make it work. And if you find yourself in a, a position where you're successful and you have a career and you have an opportunity in front of you, you have to go help or letter for it. Sometimes mm-hmm. doing that is totally extricating yourself from the situation into something else. But whenever you've decided what you're going to do, 100% commitment, buy into it, sink your teeth into it and get it done. And don't be deciding, you know, um, this is this is what I should have been doing. This is what I could have been doing. Yeah. Do what you're going to do, and that's it. Yeah, because sort of the the idea that I would be thinking of is like somebody has this romantic notion of them when they were younger. They're like, I wanted to be a writer. Yeah. Something like that, mm-hmm. and something that you may well, but if you want to be a writer, then you go 100% for it and you work towards it. But don't let it hold you back or restrain you from pursuing yeah. the actual thing that you're doing now. Yeah. Do that 100%. So I think you need to declutter your life in that way. You need to um, take out these things. Almost have like a don't list, like stuff that you know you're never going to do. Don't worry about it. It's put off to the side and focus on the things that have to be done. Yeah. I think certain careers, like sports as well, it's easier because the past written for you. You know, yeah. you've, say, professional sports star, they've got European Championships, American Championships, Olympics, whatever coming up. Most careers in business, pharmaceuticals, technology, medicine, whatever you end up in, the career isn't just as well defined. The options out there, in some ways, they're not as direct and there's more opportunity for what your true goals are for them to become diluted. Yeah, I think that's almost why you see a lot of sports stars when they retire. They have they all talk about like this feeling of not knowing what to do, what's yeah. the next step, yeah. because their entire life, 
mean this in the nicest possible way, and I'm not saying suggesting that they are, but it's almost like they've had like a childlike mentality their entire life because it's been like you do X, Y will happen, then you do Y, Z will happen. Yeah. It's been very easy for them all these wee steps. Yeah. Whereas when they've went outside that bubble, it's been like what the idea I'm stepping into the real world. Whereas yeah. everyone else who's been in a professional world has had that for their entire lives. It's it's not this easy system necessarily. It's all these different paths that they could take and all these complicated decisions that have to be made. Yeah. And I think that the easiest thing for you to do is streamline your own decision-making and be like, set yourself your own goal. Yeah. Set yourself your own ABC of what you want to accomplish. So if that's in business, I want to be a manager by this stage and I want to be a senior manager, yeah. then I want to be the partner, the partner yeah. et cetera. So I think that's a fairly succinct summary of where we're getting to, you know, cut out time-wasting things you do in your life. Two billion seconds takes you up to 63 years, roughly, which is the approximate mm -hmm. professional efficient bit of your time that you'll have to accomplish something huge. You know, so don't waste those seconds. Delete your social media, you know. Stop looking at these time-wasting apps. Get off Reddit. Do something with your seconds. And I think that's a nice way to end these six episodes. What we really hope we've brought you is points that you can apply directly into your day-to-day -day life, your business, your work, professional and personal life. We've been discussing the next season. We'd like some feedback on this season, of course, but the next season we're going to delve a bit deeper into the actual core topics underlying practical advice we'd give you. So we're going to look a bit more at the psychology underlying the successful points and the structure that we've hopefully given you through these last six podcasts. We're more than happy for you to suggest what you want us to talk about. We're happy to answer any questions, but hopefully you find that you've had a good time with us because we've certainly had a good time producing the last six episodes. Is there anything you want to add, Brandon? No, because I think that sums it up very well. Um, yeah, I've had a great time doing these podcasts, and I think doing these podcasts has helped us even like get through a few ideas that have been maybe a bit stagnant in the mind for a while and really helped us work through them. Yeah. So it's great talking through these ideas. Hopefully next season will be even better. And um, as Chris was saying, if you have any topics that you want us to discuss, suggest them. We're more than happy to take anything back on board, learn from it, and use any topics you suggest. And as always, you can get us on our Twitter, our email, our Instagram. And I'm not sure if I'm leaving anything out there, but I think that's everything covered. I think that's it. Yeah. And so... Yeah, guys, uh, that was the Point One podcast, and so that's it from me, Mr. Brendan Lee, and me, Mr. Chris Carlos, signing off for this season, guys. See you soon. See you soon, guys. Bye.